Are you trying to sell your car, truck, or SUV? Are you tired of dealing with the marketplace maniacs, the Craigslist crazies, all the scams on the internet? You don't have the time to meet somebody here, meet somebody there. You're worried about if they're dangerous or not. Let me make you a fair market value for your car, truck, or SUV today, and I will write you a check on the spot that you can go cash today. This is Clay Edwards. Text me, 769-241-1944, All right, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. I am live on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as the TuneIn app. Just search WYAB. Should be all there. Should be up streaming worldwide. So no matter where you're at, you can listen to the sweet sounds of the Clay Edwards Show. As always, if you miss any of the show, the podcast will be available. Just search my name, Clay Edwards, and add the word show to the end of it. The Clay Edwards Show. Just Clay Edwards Show. Wherever you download podcasts, stream music, download books, watch videos, and more. We are all over the place. I'm that guy that you can't make go away. Every time you log on to Facebook, I'm there I am in your timeline. Always, always there to harass and uh, mock and meme the left. All right. <clears throat> A lot of stories this morning. Oh, real quick. If you want to follow me on social media. At save JXN, at save JXN, you will see me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, X, slash Twitter, everywhere. I got my Twitter pulled up now. Does seem to be the best place for breaking news and real footage and fake footage. <laughs> you know, if you, you got to trust you know, the people you follow and the sources you follow, but it does seem to be the best place for. Boots on ground, what's going on over, on over there in Israel and Gaza. So we'll, we'll get to that. You know, I know it was a big weekend with all that stuff. <clears throat> Again, I, I said this um, last night in a post I made. I, I don't – foreign affairs stuff is, is a bit above my pay grade. I, I have a very, very um, vague understanding of who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. And I've about chosen to take the same path on this conflict as I have on the Ukraine conflict. Not my war. Not my war. My my problem is that they've had our border wide open. So much so that we've got enough people in here who are who are pro Palestine that are having a rally in Times Square, basically chanting death to America. So, yeah, I, I, I think that's going to be coming way closer to home way sooner than we think. This is another take our eye off the ball situation. Let's focus on something that doesn't necessarily involve us. I mean, I know we're supposed to stand with Israel. They're our ally. All that stuff. But their hands ain't clean either. So, just so you know. But again, <clears throat> we're going to get into that. I got a bunch of content put together on that but at the end of the day this is a show about jackson mississippi we're going to start with jackson 
Mississippi. If you guys want to chime in, the phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. What's today, Columbus Day? I know a lot of people out there who claim they hate Christopher Columbus, but y'all ain't got no problem taking his day off. If you ain't about that, if you ain't about that life, you should be working today. You hate Columbus so much. Bunch of lefty nut jobs. So over the weekend, interesting thing here. Over the weekend, I, I got up Saturday morning, I was looking at my Facebook memories. And I was like, man, one year ago today, October 7th, well, this was Saturday, Jackson hit 100 homicides for the third year in a row. Actually hit 101. We had two in the same day. Hit 101 homicides for the third year in a row. (sighs) Man, my shot of B12 and my five-hour energy have not quite kicked in yet. So, I go to look on WLBT's murder map, murder tracker, Jackson homicide tracker. CJ LeMasters does a great job with that, by the way. Because just last week, Sean and I were here on the show talking about how there were only 70 or 71 homicides. They had a 30% drop year over year. That's huge. A 30% drop. I mean, look, 70 is obviously too many. If you can make your number go down 70%, that's good. I don't think anybody would would complain about that. You could say, hey, they're riding this ship somewhat. Granted, the year is still young. Still three full months left to go. Who knows what will happen? I log on to my website, my computer, our WLBT's website, and I pull it up. I'm like, all right, because I just wanted to make sure I had my numbers right. I didn't want to, you know, be wrong. Details matter. You know, you want to be right about this kind of stuff. Guys, in a week, we went from 70 homicides, or 71, to 101 homicides again. On the same day in history, just the next year, here we are. Sitting at 101 homicides again. So it was either they were sandbagging or you had 30 homicides in a week. And let's be honest, both are possible in Jackson. Both are absolutely possible in Jackson. Now, I did a little investigating. No, no, you know, I don't think he'll mind me saying this. I text C.J. LeMasters because he does a great job of keeping this. I want to make sure I give credit here. And I just asked C.J. I said, man, am I reading this right? Did we have – Did is there a technical error, a glitch, or something that's showing 101 homicides? I got it pulled up right here now on my computer. Still 101. I said, were they sandbagging? He said they got, they got, a, they got a story coming out about it hopefully this week. He said, no. He said, and I won't get into the whole conversation. Long story short, he does not believe they were intentionally sandbagging. But at the end of the day, they kind of were sandbagging, whether it was through incompetence or intentionality. 
under the previous regime. Um, Chief Wade has done an excellent job of being transparent with the media, with the crime stats and numbers and access and information. And they got an updated proper list. Jackson was in fact, or is in fact, sitting at 101 homicides again. And they had misreported or or not reported or sandbagged, however you want to look at it, over 30 or 30 homicides. That is phenomenal to me. How do 30 homicides slip through the cracks? I mean, you know, we wake up every day and we hear about a homicide here and a homicide there and two people shot here. I mean, I know these news folks are listening to these scanners 24-7. How are we ending up with an additional 30 dead people and nobody catches it? That is mind-boggling to me. Uh, How bad had JPD gotten that we lost 30 homicides. Never mind the fact that we're back back to the century mark for the fourth year in a row. You know, Jackson had never had 100 homicides before. I want to say the most they had ever had in history, the highest number was you have to excuse me if I get these backwards. It was either 94 homicides in 1996 or 92 homicides in 1994. So it was some in the 90s, in the 90s, early 90s there. We would have gotten really, really bad in that, you know, in the West Jackson area there. And that was when Jackson still was a pretty good town. North Jackson was still highfalutin. South Jackson was still, you know, a lot of good blue-collar folks over there. Downtown, you know, wasn't, you know, wasn't a half-empty ghost town. People still worked down there. People, tons of businesses down there. You know, West Jackson had had taken its hits, but you know, early '90s weren't bad. So they they had a they had a peak of '90 something. I want around '93, '94, '95, somewhere in there. That's what it was. It was either 94 in 95 or 95 in 94. I had to go pull the numbers and check. Anyway, but it had been floating at around 50 to 70, depending on the year. And then, boom, 2020 hits. And Jackson ends up with, what, 120 homicides, I believe? I I, I should have brought my numbers. Uh, shame on me. Let's see here. But I have the internet in front of me. So we uh, we, we have the technology to see what was what here. So, in 2020, dang, in 2020, we finished with 126 homicides. In, sorry guys, I'm I'm doing this thing on this WLBT thing here. Purple, I mean yellow is 21. So, in 21, we had 130 homicides. Which I don't know how we how it's 130 because it was 153 homicides. So somehow or another, we've lost 23 homicides off the final number from 21. Then 
120. And then the current number is 101. So if you're counting at home, it's 502 homicides since January 1st, 2020. January 1st, 2020 through October, what's today, the 9th, 2023, 502 homicides since COVID. I'd be willing to bet that COVID, true COVID, did not kill 502 people in Jackson. But we shut the city down for it for a year. Black folks still wearing masks more now than ever. I don't think it's COVID y'all need to be watching out for. I think a little pookie in him. I saw there was a fight at the fair. I saw some video circulating on Instagram. May or may not have been. People said it was. So just for the sake of for the sake of this conversation, let's just pretend there was a fight at the fair. A couple of black kids. And one of them, the cop comes up and he kind of breaks it up. And then one of the guys comes in and sucker punches a guy. Young guy, man. I say young, probably in his 20s, tall, skinny dude. Fighting at the fair, but wearing a blue face diaper. I, you do, you got, y'all got y'all's priorities so screwed up. I'm telling you. Until these businesses and event spaces, the fairgrounds, anywhere else, stop allowing people in with masks on that don't work. Masks don't work. I'm not going back to any of them. You you clearly have a criminal element around here still wearing face diapers. There were two... There was a business burglar. No, there was a gas station robbery down in Star Florence area last week. Was it last Monday, I think, as I was coming on here? Last week, black dude wearing a face diaper in it. Saw Therese share a post on Dark Horse Press of another black guy that had just carjacked someone or stole a car or something or another. Got a photo of him inside the gas station right before he did it or right after he did it. Of course, all thugged up, wearing a face diaper. Just one of the little blue cheap face diapers. And then you got this kid down here at the fair. It's okay to fight with somebody, but just don't breathe on me. Just don't breathe on me. Toxic culture. Let's take a break. Come back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Watchman Security Services. Get out there today, or let them come out to you, should I say. Start online at Watchman, WatchmanSecure.com. If you need a home or business security system, if you need cameras inside or outside around your home, business, or property, they can do it all. You need remote gate access with a camera out there at it so you know who's at your gate and if you want to buzz them in or not, they can do all of that 
at Watchman Security Services. You know, I can sit here and preach to the high heavens about how important a home security system is, especially cameras or business security system. You know, I just said I just sat there and talked about all this crime and whatnot in Jackson. Man, it's spilling over everywhere. Protect yourself. You know, in case you have to defend yourself, you may have to protect yourself a second time by having some video evidence of what happened. So always good, always good to have some video. So start online at watchmansecure.com. They can do it all and everything from uh, camera doorbells to smart home technology, indoor, outdoor security systems, cameras, and more. They've been in the business since 1977, and they are on alarm.com certified service provider so check them out watchman security services llc just again start online watchman secure.com located right over there in pearl mississippi but working statewide they good god-fearing folks uh they probably been at cruising the coast all weekend if i had to guess they members of the hot rod association and all that good stuff so just good folks they're one of us man just good good folks we appreciate the business here at wyab all right Let's uh, read a text here from Roger real quick on the guns and gear text line. And uh, y'all, y'all stay on, keep guns and gear on top of your mind. Because when we get into this Israel-Hamas stuff, I'm going to scare you into going to buy some guns today. Or tomorrow when they open. Anyway, uh, Roger says, my question is this. Was WLBT cooperating with the other JPD administration and helping keep it hit, or was it kept under the rug from WLBT? And I just wanted to answer this on air because <clears throat> I want to make sure I say this. I I, I think CJ Masters is a great reporter, and I do not believe he would ever do anything to discredit himself like that. Now, again, I disagree with what he did snitching on folks out there on the reservoir during COVID. I've been very public about that. And I can't forget that. But, however, when it comes to Jackson stuff and crime statistics and holding the holding this administration accountable, he's been one of the only one of the only mainstream media folks to attempt to do it. So uh, now I, I think everything is on the up and up with CJ's reporting here. Now, I can't speak for everybody else at WLBT, you know, on the reporter side of things. But CJ is 100. This is my opinion. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. All right. Guns and get text line slow this morning. You guys must be sleeping in on this Columbus Day. Y'all must all work for the banks, the city, or the state. Come on, wake up. Chop, chop. We got a lot of news to talk about today. Let's see here. All right, so, you know, I was thinking about this. This is a conversation Sean and I were having Saturday. When this, when we kind of figured this whole thing out. You know, so apparently there's only been, I say only, there's only been seven homicides inside the CCID this year. That's the Capital City Improvement District. That's where the Capitol Police are and all that. Now, unfortunately, I don't know what the number was last year. But um, uh, Bo Lucky was speaking of it, the way I understood it, was speaking of the seven as if it was a, a lot less than it was in previous years. And also talking about them not coming over and getting themselves shot by Capitol Police. We haven't had that happen in over a year either. Because they were having to they were having to clean some heads 
when they first got over there. Guys, they were the first time these guys had ever dealt with any real policing in their lifetime. They were over there getting policed. You know, they were, they were trying to shoot the cops and stuff, trying to run them over, all kind of crazy stuff. But he said that, you know, criminals are figuring it out that the CCID ain't the place you come commit your crimes in Jackson. I just got a text that the state does not get Columbus Day off. Thank you, Jim. I thought the state got Columbus Day off. Well, paint me shocked. (laughs) All right. So, we're down to seven homicides, but the and, the and the criminals are apparently not coming over there and getting themselves shot by the cops either. So you have to ask yourself: Is the crime obviously looking at the the crime the um the murder stats sitting at one hundred and one homicides? They're still killing each other. We're sitting at the exact basically just one more number, one more homicide than we were at the exact time last year. I would love to get access to the other crime stats. Business burglary, robberies, uh, non-murder crime, carjackings. I would love to see those numbers. Is it up? Is it down? Where has it transferred to? If it's not in the CCID, is it moving over to West Jackson, South Jackson? Because I have a theory, because you're hearing about more and more crimes that have a big Jackson vibe to them. Spilling over into Rankin County. Store robberies, stuff like that. Uh, you know, and on this on this um, WLBT murder tracker here, you can see the, the hot spots. You can see where most of the murders take place. And I haven't gone back through and just tracked it all down individually. But I would like to see what area is up in crime. Is it East, I mean, uh, West Jackson, South Jackson, frankly, North Jackson now. North Jackson's about lost too. Or is it also moving over, spilling over into other areas of the county? Byram, Clinton, etc. Is it spilling outside of Jackson? Because at some point you've strip mined Jackson for all it's worth, if you're a criminal. At some point you got to say, all right, which is, you know, we've done all we can do here. Our, our our job is done in Jackson. Do we need to move this thing over into Rankin County, out into Hines County, so on and so forth? I, w- I would love to see those numbers. Is it up in other areas with it being down in the CCID? Had the Capitol Police pushed the crime? And it, obviously, this is their job to clean up their area, the area they're responsible for. Have they pushed crime into other areas of the city that would have initially just been there? Or have those criminals said, you know what, man, I'm just done with this life of crime stuff. I don't want to be a bad guy no more. I don't want to be a bad guy no more. I I don't think that that's what's happened. I think they just found other places to go be bad guys. Let's, uh, Let's see here. Unknown texture. Those police cars with the orange vertical stripe make me think they should be known as the Jackson Coast Guard. Those cars are terrible. I, th- those cars are absolutely terrible. Those new JPD cars, uh, they need to get back to the white and blue. We need to see that white and blue, not the Coast Guard cars. Richard says, speaking of cruising the coast, Friday, a huge BLM protest at Cruz, at Cruz Central Friday night over the trial of the cop that shot the black guy that was found innocent. 
Yeah, I'm going to get to that. The mother that's suing the Gulfport PD for $10 billion. My Dr. Evil. $10 billion. Yeah, we're definitely going to get to that. I'm going to do a whole segment on that next. Um, Spartacus says, It would be a good idea to ask outside sheriff's departments or some perpetrators from Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. I don't know anybody over at uh, Rankin County anymore. Paul Holly resigning. That would have been my go-to over there. We can ask. We can ask Sheriff Tucker up in Madison if uh, they're seeing a spike in in Jacksonians committing crimes up there. I would say most of their criminals are from Canton, Mississippi, in Madison County. Let's see here. Dagwood says the same citizens that are still wearing. The mask on their face are the same ones that have covers on their car tags. It's against the law to put anything covering a car tag. But if you notice, it's common. Law enforcement needs to write some tickets. You know, they do out in the counties. They absolutely do in the counties. And when I say the counties, I just mean outside of Jackson, the surrounding areas. You let a trooper get behind you and you got one of those, one of those tinted tag things on your car. You, my friend, are getting a $250, $300 ticket. I you know, at some point, you have to ask yourself, if it's illegal to have it on your car, why is it not illegal to sell? It doesn't make sense to me. The tent laws don't make sense to me. I think we should all be able to tint our windows as dark as we want. Just for the record, I don't think just cops should be able to do it. And it's always this excuse of, well, you know, we, we need to be able to see what we're walking up on. I don't think every criminal is going to go get 5% tent. But anyway, it's not illegal for shops to put 5% on cars. But it's illegal for you to have it if you get pulled over with it. That, that, that one doesn't really make, I had a buddy of mine, Thomas, brought that, to my, brought that up in a text last night. And it's, it's something that's often... Confused me, but and in order, again, shops should be allowed to put it on, and people should be allowed to have it. I just always think it's weird for it not to be illegal to install, but it's illegal to possess. That would be like saying it's not illegal to sell drugs, it's just illegal to have them. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Let's take a break. Come back. Let's hit the reset button. I want to talk about the Gulfport mother who's suing Gulfport PD because her son effed around and found out for $10 billion. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601 502 3529. They offer roof to curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601 502 3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. To the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, speaking of window tint, 
our good friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent can get you taken care of this morning or any other day for that matter. Well, I say this morning. <laughs> don't show up. They're thinking you're getting your windows sent today. Those guys stay busy, scheduled an appointment, and get your windows tinted. But you can schedule that appointment this morning at lakelandglassandtent.com. It's just that simple. Go on there, put in your information, boom, you'll get your quote and schedule your appointment, and you'll be ready to roll. They'll have you in and out pretty quick, man. I spent some time over there lately and see how that operation works. It is a... It is an operation, to say the least. They got it rolling over there at Lakeland Glass and Tent. But hey, man, they're way more than just a tent shop. They can do your, they can tent your home, car, or business. They can wrap your vehicle, turn it into a rolling billboard, or you can just change the color on it. Put one of these fancy matte finishes on there that you're seeing all these cars roll around with nowadays. And of course, there are also ceramic coating vehicles now doing paint correction and ceramic coating the best time to get your car ceramic coated is when it's brand new in my opinion that is the best time to do it it's the least expensive time to do it because if you got to do a bunch of paint correction first the price does go up my friend so the sooner you get it done the more money you save and the more protection you have long term for your vehicle they're the expel dealer of the year that's huge Expels one of the biggest companies in the world. They, of course, they also do the PPF, the paint protection film. Uh, if you're familiar with that, you know what I'm talking about. Check them out. They can see what's best for you, see what protection levels are best for your needs and wants and budget. It all starts at LakelandGlassandTent.com. Hey, don't forget windshields also. I get so tied up in the window tent and everything, sometimes I forget the mothership. The wind, uh, the windshield and glass department over there on Lakeland Drive, the thing that started it all for those guys. So get over there and check them out, lakelandglassintent.com. Thank you to Jason and the team for being day one partners of this show. There would be no Clay Edwards show without them. So you can point your angst and your, and your appreciation towards them. I kid, I kid. We do appreciate them. Thank you all for standing beside us for so long. All right. So, over the weekend, I'm sitting in my house Saturday morning. I said about Saturday afternoon at this point. I'm watching a little college football. Mississippi State finally decided to win a game. And I get an update on my phone that said, Jaheim McMillan's mother files $10 billion lawsuit, wrongful death lawsuit, against Gulfport. All right, $10 billion? All right, this is, I'm going to click on it. You've piqued my attention. Well, this lady sure thought a lot of her little young scholar to think that his loss of life, uh, over his lifetime, he was going to generate $10 billion. But you may remember uh, young Jaheim. Let's read the story here. This is from WLBT. It says, uh, one year after 15-year-old Jaheim McMillan was shot and killed by Gulfport police, his mother has filed a wrongful death lawsuit for $10 billion dollars against the city of Gulfport and the officer who court documents say shot McMillan. In February 2023, a grand jury cleared the officer of wrongdoing in the shooting, finding no criminal conduct on his behalf. So at least there's a grand jury that's sane somewhere. We have a sane grand jury in Gulfport, Mississippi. We, we did not have one in Hines County. For Anthony Fox. Anyway, WLOX 
Okay, this story's on WLBT via WLOX. They're owned by the same people, I believe. Anyway, WLOX reached out to the city of Gulfport for comment. Their only comment was that the grand jury had heard the evidence in the case and determined the officer was justified in his actions. The lawsuit was filed Wednesday and states the family is suing the city for protecting the officer who shot Jaheem. It alleges the city did not properly train and supervise the officer who shot and killed the deceased without probable cause and or justification for his killing, other than Jaheem McMillan was just being a young black youth. All right, we're going to get back to that part. The lawsuit calls for the termination of the officer from the Gulfport Police Department, alleging he is a serious danger to the black community. It also accuses the city of Gulfport of covering up the officer's actions on the day and causing intentional infliction of emotional distress upon McMillan's mother, Katrina Mateen. The officer is being sued individually as well. The lawsuit claims the officer failed to properly exercise wise discretion before shooting McMillan, used excessive force in violation of the Fourth Amendment to intentionally inflict emotional distress upon the mother, Katrina Mateen, and to deny her the loss of affection of her son, Jaheim McMillan, for eternity, and lied and tried to cover up his actions on October 6, 2022. Now, I, I could go on and on and on. We're not going to read this whole thing. Derek, I know you're on hold. Sit tight for a second. Um. $10 billion. Let's not forget. Now, you may be wondering, Clay, well, why did he shoot him? What did little young Jaheim do other than just being a young black youth, as the story stated? Well, young Jaheim and his friends were riding around in a car pointing guns at other people going down the road. That's right. Pointing guns at other people going down the road. They pull into the family dollar with the police there. Or somehow another police to chase ended at the family dollar. However, they ended up in the family dollar parking lot in Gulfport. Young Jaheem jumps out of the car with a pistol in his hand or on his body, according to the body cam footage, and gets climate changed. Now, this is definition. Like, if you looked up what effed around and found out means in the dictionary. This would be one of the examples. If you looked up FAFO, and you know how in the dictionary it'll use the word in a sentence or a paragraph, this would be definitive, F-A-F-O. He effed around. He found out. Played stupid games. Win stupid prizes. It's just that simple. Let's see what Derek has to say. Good morning, Derek. Lynch tonight, buddy. How you doing? Hey, on that case right there, that's going to be an iffy one because when he got out on the car, did he point the gun at the officer or he just had it on him? I had, had it on him, I know. But he, they've been pointing it at other people. I get it. It's, it's a little – you could say it's iffy, but at the end of the day, they were pointing a gun at people. He jumped out of the car with the cop, had the gun. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I think at some point you can, you can't wait to find out. Well, no, I'm with you on that. When I say iffy, I mean, like, I don't know about the whole thing. I just want to see how it plays out. But then again, I got another solution. Be a parent, you won't have to worry about that. Exactly. You know, but then once again, the single mother gets a, gets a free p
10 billion with a B. Now, I, I don't think, I don't think every, uh, seriously, I don't know if Mississippi, if you took all the state's money and every person in the state's money and put it into a pile, if you could get $10 billion. Oh, of course not. You don't even get that in state tax. You know, our, our gross domestic product isn't $10 billion. No, the poultry industry, no. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would like to. I, I was I was trying to read on down a little bit further to find the lawyer's name that filed this suit. But that's the first thing every lawyer that I talked to over the weekend, Sean and others, there was like they, the first thing they said, "What lawyer filed this crap?" You know? Yeah. It well, is. like I said, the whole case in itself, regardless of the amount, is if you know, it's a judgment call. Were they clear of the shooting? Yeah, yeah, he was cleared in the shooting. A grand jury found no wrongdoing. It went okay, to it well, went to a grand go. jury. Well, there you go. So why do they got to get a, go with the rich, get rich quick scheme now? You know, I, I you know things that make me go. Hey, when you get a chance, man, uh, check out Officer Tatum's latest video of how a pregnant Candace Owens was roasting woke students on a college campus. Man, it is just. Hilarious. Man, I, uh, one, I I saw it and haven't watched it yet, so I am familiar with it, and I have been meaning to get to watch it. Thanks for reminding me. Hey, she told one student if I could, if I, I can say it on the air, is that, is that okay? Say it one more time. I say if I can say it on the air, she told one student. Um, the, the, the little stuff I was like, how do you feel knowing that L, some of the LGBTQ students are are just are, are in fear just by your presence? She said, uh, wear a helmet. <laughs> She's like. Get over it. It's like, wear a helmet. I'm too pregnant for this. <laughs> Dude, shut her down, man. I love it. I and love another, it. Now we, another I, one gets up and says, um, I'm, a, I'm, a bi- I'm a non-binary student. Are you going to tell me about my identity? Because I know who I am. She's like, well, congratulations. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, yesterday was Trans Lesbian Day, and uh, we're going to talk yeah. about it here uh, coming up next on the show. Derek, i got to take my break, brother. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right. Great call. All right, yeah, yesterday, Trans Lesbian Day. That's right. You can be a trans female and also be a lesbian, according to the UN. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show with more. Men, if you answer yes to any of these questions, you could be suffering from low testosterone. Do you have low sex drive, ED, always tired, depressed, loss of muscle mass, obese, loss of focus and drive? You, my friends, need to get your numbers checked. Check out Men's Health of Mississippi, located in Madison, Mississippi, and online at menshealthms.com. Guys, get your numbers checked today. Trust me, she'll thank you for it. I promise. Menshealthms.com. Men's Health of Mississippi. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here live on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, guys, uh, we got a couple minutes left in this hour. I'm going to save the Trans Lesbian Day stuff for the top of hour two as we're going to tie all that into what's going on over there in Israel and the Mideast with the Hamas attacks. And apparently uh, Israel is is retaliating this morning. They have They have bombarded uh, Gaza. Again, if I mess any of this up, this ain't my forte, but it's too big of a story to stick my head in the sand and pretend it ain't happening, so I'm going to try to do it some justice. I will say this. If any of you guys out there who keep up with this stuff more than I do want to call in 
and kind of discuss what's going on, we'll say the phone lines are open here at the top of the uh, come back, when we come back from the break at eight oh seven. I would love to hear from you guys and discuss it a little bit, kind of discuss some of the things I want to go over. And, and again, just like this, I sent a text last night. Just like Ukraine, I, I, I don't. I won't say I don't care. Obviously, you don't want to see a bunch of innocent people get killed. But I, I, I just don't have no dog in the race on this. I'm guessing there's innocent people on both sides that are being blown up right now, over in over in uh, Palestine. So, you know, I don't. Do I have to? Does not pulling for either make me a bad guy? I, I, again, I, I'm really more concerned. I'm an America first guy, and having to deal with somebody else's nightmare that's about to become our nightmare because of our open border. I don't know. I just feel like my my attention should be focused here at home, not over in Israel or Palestine in their million year war. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'll be right back at 8.07 a.m. Unfiltered, no sugar added talk radio. I think that explains pretty dang well what I do here on this radio show or what I, we do when I have guests in the studio. We, we, there ain't no filter. This is We call it reality radio. It's real talk. Y'all love them real talk Facebook groups. This is real talk radio. Reality radio. We talk about real stuff. There ain't no sugarcoating it here. I don't know how to sugarcoat it. I am not a good liar. I ain't saying I'm always right, by the way. But in my mind, I'm right. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you what I believe to be the truth. Now, I can be wrong. It happens, believe it or not. (laughs) What I'm not wrong about, however, is this. I'll be factually proven to be correct that if your vehicle's having problems, you need to get down to A1 Gear and Auto right down there in Florence, Mississippi today and get it taken care of. Whether you need brakes, your check engine light is on, or you need your gear and ring and pinion stuff taken care of. They can do it all at A1 Gear and Auto. Like I said, unfortunately, I've had to send quite a few things to them here lately, uh, much to my chagrin. But fortunately, they get it taken care of every time. It's a a new problem every time. It's what happens when you buy a pre-owned BMW. But uh, lessons learned. Lessons learned. You would think after 12 years in the car business, I would know better. But when your daughter says she wants something, you try to satisfy that. And sometimes you go against your best, your better instincts and you still do it. But hey, neither here nor there. It's all rolling good and fine now. And uh, hopefully I won't have to see them again for a while under those circumstances. And you can be as satisfied as I am by getting out of A1 gear and auto. Hey, the great thing about them, like all kidding aside, is how that they properly diagnose it right the first time. That that is so important and can save you so much money. There's nothing worse than a mechanic thinking something's going to fix something. You spend seven or eight hundred dollars just to find out you still got the same problem because you, you can't. You agree to the work. You agree to whatever he says. Well, he did what he said he was going to do. He changed that part. You can't exactly take it off and send it back. You know, he's going to charge you the labor for doing that. You're better off just continuing to try to fix the problem. The professionals, Justin and his team at A1 Gear and Auto, try to prevent that to the best they can. Hey, look, I'm sure nobody's perfect. Mistakes do happen. But everything we've sent them over the last year 
has been properly diagnosed and corrected on the first visit down there. They're quick, they're correct, they're courteous, and they're priced right. You're not going to overpay down there. So get down there. A1 Gear and Auto, Florence, Mississippi, Highway 49 South. They will get you rolling right down the road. All right. So we, we, we tiptoed around this a little bit in the first hour. We're going to dive into it. Again, if you're a foreign affairs Middle East expert and you're just out there listening to this morning, you want to call in and discuss what's going on, phone line wide open. 601-879-0002. But we're going to start here. Yesterday, let me pull it up on my on my Twitter real quick because I know I saved this to my bookmarks. Uh, yesterday was Trans Lesbian Day. Whatever that means. I didn't know that you could be a trans Lesbian. Like if you're a female, uh, hold on. If you're a guy pretending to be a female and you date a female, you're just a dude in a dress that's dating a female. You're still a straight guy. You're not a lesbian. That would that would be like me. Saying that I'm a lesbian because I like girls. And girls also like girls or lesbians. I, no. You're just a trans confused individual that likes to play dress up and still date the way the Lord intended you to. Anyway, these are the same people. These are the very people who. <laughs> what is the, the UN the UN retweeted this nonsense by the way and I've got it right here I thought I saved I swear man somebody gets into my bookmarks on my Twitter and they unsave my stuff it's a gremlin getting into my bookmarks but uh, I do have it I sent it to some folks last night in a good old text message here it is yeah the UN I mean, these are the the UN are our enemy. Make no mistake about it. It'll be them sending their troops over here to take our guns too. It says, remember, trans lesbians are lesbians too. Let's uplift and honor every expression of love and identity. Happy International Lesbians Day. No. No, I'm not going to celebrate International International Trans Lesbian Day with y'all. I am not going to keep playing these ridiculous games with you all. All right, so the same people that celebrate International Trans Lesbian Day are also the same future rocket scientists and scholars that did exactly what I'm about to tell you here. I have a photo on my phone here, and if you don't follow me on social media, on X or Instagram. I did not post this to Facebook. Their filter system, their AI is way stricter. Even though I know Instagram's owned by the same company, they do let a lot more stuff slide there. I was worried about putting this on Facebook. I'll send, I'll text it to you on the Guns and Gear text line if you haven't seen it. But I say just go follow me at SaveJXN on X and Instagram. 
But if not, text me at 769-241-1944 on the Guns and Gear text line. I will text you this image. It's a bunch of white, woke tards, uh, queers. That's that, that's them calling themselves, not me calling them that. I don't know. I was, I, I was told that that was a slur, and they're only allowed to call themselves that like the N-word and black folks. But they're holding up a, 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 a banner that says, Queers for Palestine. And it's uh, by the U.S. Queer Action Collective. Now, again, I, I, I say this in all seriousness. I, for one, am not a Middle East or foreign exchange expert. I am, however, a Facebook COVID vaccine expert. I, I know all about the COVID vaccine and, and COVID and virology and all that stuff. I am an expert in that field. I am not an expert when it comes to Middle Eastern affairs, terrorism, Allah, Judaism, any of that stuff. But what I do know is that those very fine citizens over there in Palestine, Hamas, would throw these self-identified queers off the top of a roof and turn them into a rainbow slushy when they hit the ground if they tried that nonsense over in Palestine. They, I mean, at minimum, at minimum, uh, see, I, I just look at that picture, and it clearly says the college collective. I mean, you got a whole lot of college education right there and zero sense. Just smart, dumb SOBs. A whole lot of college education. See, and I, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you those people are there on scholarships being paid for by some state. This is the stuff Shad White, I didn't even think about this till now. This stuff Shad White's talking about right now. Us taxpayers are co-opting this stupidity. Co-opting, not opting. We're co-opting this stupidity. We're co-opting this woke ridiculousness. Queers for Palestine. That's. Let me find a better analogy here. That's like saying BLM for the KKK. That's like saying Jews for Nazis. They hate you. That makes no sense. And again, I ain't got a dog in this race. But I just know that that side ain't down with that alphabet soup stuff. They ain't down with that LGBTQ stuff. You, you might not want to be supporting them. I, I, I'm just saying. They don't like you. you we, we always talk about the women and children. The women and children over there would throw you off a roof. Talking that nonsense. Let's check the uh, text messages here. Unknown texture. It's a distraction. It is definitely a distraction. It's got me distracted this morning. It's got me distracted. So I wanted to get that out of the way. 
So that's the people we're dealing with here. That's the people. And, you know, and then, and, and then, you know, this is why I know I don't have a dog in this race. As, as I sat back over the weekend, I, I, I don't want to say I ignored this, but I enjoyed my weekend. I sat down yesterday and I said, all right, I, I intentionally avoided a lot of consuming a lot of information about this whole thing till yesterday because I wanted it to be fresh when I did. So I, I dedicated yesterday. I sat down. I watched as much as I could. I read as much as I could. So you got queers for Palestine, right? Well, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, I guess. Then you've got the mainstream media, Joe Biden, and every uniparty cook politician out there telling me I got to stand with Israel. Well, I, I don't trust y'all either. No, no, I'm not. Just because you said do it, mm-mm. I automatically know something's not right. I automatically know something ain't right. Mm-mm. Y'all are the same people, and we do. We talk about this. We say this a lot. I'm, a, I'm, I'm going to the, I'm going to the uh, to the well for this one. We say this a lot. That the, the same people that told me PP Gate was real, that R- R- Trump was a Russian spy, that the 2016 election was stolen, that the 2020 election wasn't stolen, that COVID was the bubonic plague and the Spanish flu all tied into one the deadliest pandemic ever, that we were all going to die if we didn't get the vaccine, that we should be sent to re-education camps, Hillary Clinton, that Ukraine is the most important thing on this earth that we could possibly be fighting for. Meanwhile, our borders wide up securing Ukraine's border is the most important thing in this world. Meanwhile, our border is wide open. We're a country of immigrants. A nation of immigrants, as y'all keep telling me. Now that the money laundering scheme is dried up over in Ukraine, that we've, everybody's caught on to what you're doing. Now it's like we need another war. We need, but this time we need to be able to put U.S. boots on ground. We need a world war. So now I have to pull for Israel, according to you guys. But I'm also not supposed to think that Palestine are, the, are necessarily bad guys either because hashtag queers for Palestine. But we need God. This, this country needs God more than ever. This is what happens when a country gets off track. And I, I'm as guilty as anybody getting off track. I mean, my faith is solid. But as far as getting up and going to church every every Sunday and Wednesday, I, ha- I have I have slipped and fallen when it comes to that. This country needs God more than ever. Let's take a break. Come back. I want to get into this music festival and some of these specific attacks. Kind of tell you what I think about it. Well, hold on. Let's do this. I just got a text message. It says, are you saying we should not stand with Israel? I'm just saying you should... Be very weary about who you stand with just because everybody's telling you you should do something. Do your own investigation and come up with come up with what you want to do. I just I just look at it and when I look at the the usual suspects are involved here telling me what I need to do, I've learned not to trust those usual suspects. Let's take a break. We'll be right back.
All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, real quick, guys, don't waste your time trying to sell your vehicle on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, or any of these other wild ideas, wild places. Don't go having to chase people around to meet them and wonder if you're going to get robbed, get a bad check, any of that stuff. If you're looking to sell your vehicle, I don't care if it's a $1,000 clunker or a $100,000 Escalade. Give me a call. I'll make you a fair market value offer for it, and we'll get it bought today. It's just that simple. Text me or email me, clay at wyab.com, clay at wyab.com. I am working on setting up an email that's more specific to this, but for now, we'll use this email, clay at wyab.com, or you can text me on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944, 769-241-1944, and uh, shoot me a little bit of information about your vehicle, some pictures, the VIN number, the miles, all that good stuff. We'll get it plugged in. We'll give you an, we'll give you an estimate for it pending seeing it in person, and if it's something you want to move forward with, we're going to make the process very simple, pain-free, no nonsense, no shenanigans, real checks, real people, real money. <laughs> and uh, we'll buy your vehicle from you. And uh, pay whether it's paid off or not, we, we can get all that taken care of. That's no issue. So uh, if you got a clean title, all the better. If you don't, we can still buy it and we'll get it paid off for you. So 769-241-1944 or clay at wyab.com. I buy cars, trucks, and SUVs. Spread the word. Let everybody know today. Clay buys cars. All right. Let's jump into some of these text messages real quick. Paul says, I stand with the Israel people. I don't trust the state of Israel. As far as the conflict, let it let them handle it. Not my circus, not my monkeys. That, that's my thought. Paul, Paul articulated that better than I could. We got another text, too, a minute ago. Um, unknown texture. I need to go back and find your name here. It says around 20% of Palestinians are Christians. What about those people? And that, you know, like, hey, I think I said it in the first hour. If I didn't, I'll say it now. You know, it's not popular to say. It's like saying there's good people in Russia, too. That makes a certain demographic of people really mad when you say there's good Russians. But there's good people on both sides. There's good folks on both sides. You you don't think innocent people are getting blowed up right now in Palestine? I'm not talking to you, Texter. I'm just saying in general. You know, everybody that's just 100% pro-Israel, Palestine must pay. Innocent people are being killed in Palestine right now. Absolutely getting blowed up. I mean, you go into the NYPNewYorkPost.com's main page there, and they got a building being blowed up. I mean, it, it looks like. Let's see. I want to find a. I just saw a text redheaded uh, from redheaded libertarian talking about how many children have been killed on both sides. Let's see here. This was 37 minutes ago. This is the official child death toll so far in the Israeli conflict, ages zero to 17. 91 children in Israel under the age of seven under the age of 18. 78 in Gaza. So, yeah, children being murdered, slaughtered um, on both sides. So I'm not going to sit here and say that one side is equivocally uh, better than the other. Oh, no, no, there's there's no good people on either side. Sorry. 
my that 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 goes against all my beliefs. You know, we 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 do a lot for women and children, and sit here and say that that they're all bad. No, sir, not going to do it. Let's see here. <clears throat> Somebody else texts in says, uh, "Far Clay Edwards, yeah, man, you got him." Says, uh, "I grew up in a very Christian family and was always told to never turn against Israel because they are God's people." I'm not a perfect Christian or a holy roller. Just telling you what I I know. We've all been told that we have to stand with Israel. They're our ally. I, I get all that. But I can also say that that doesn't mean that I think that everybody in Palestine is an evil person. I mean, look, they these folks have been fighting a war for a long time. I, by no means, I'm not sitting over here shilling for Hamas or anything like that. I'm just saying, don't let's just not go straight to burn it down. Or, again, let them handle it. That's really all I'm saying here is let them handle their their war. I mean, Joe Biden just gave them six just gave Iran six billion dollars to fund this. So America's hands ain't clean. America's hands ain't clean. Chad says Hamas is coming to USA for all the sexually confused and Americans in general. The gay community should do their homework before parading their support for a group that hates gays more than any group. That hates gays more than any group in the world. Hamas does not need gay support, and they will kill them for being gay and American. The word on the street is, don't go to any large cities for the next 12 months. Hamas and other militant groups are about to unleash hell on the U.S. I've read the same thing from some credible sources, too. If you live in a big city, you need to buckle up. And if you're gay in a big city, you need to get out. And you don't need to look any further than the video circulating from Times Square yesterday in New York, the pro-Palestine march. You need to look no further than that. There's, they're literally, y'all liberals love this word literally, they're literally flashing Nazi swastikas to intimidate the Jews. The Palestines are. The pro-Palestine crowd is. So, again, bad people on both sides. Evil on both sides. Let's see here. I want to see if I save this real quick. All right, so there's some... There's a lot of people talking about... This six billion dollars that went that we cleared up and sent over to to Iran. Now I'm gonna read you something here, and this is from both. This is both perspectives. I'm gonna read this, and we're gonna take a break. Um, Ed Krasenstein, he's a liberal pundit, kind of broke this down from from the uh, Joe Biden side, from the Democrat side, running protection, trying to explain that no, 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 Joe Biden didn't fund terrorism, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to read the rebuttal of how it actually does, in fact, fund terrorism. He says, uh, and this is on his ex account, at Ed Krasen. says, with the attacks by Hamas in Israel, a lot of people are spreading misinformation, alleging that the U.S. gave Iran $6 billion and that this money is the cause for the escalation. This is simply an outright lie. Yes, Iran has supported Hamas, and Hamas obtained a lot of weapons from Iran. No, the U.S. did not give Iran $6 billion, and it certainly did not end up in the hands of terrorists. What really happened with the $6 billion was 
The U.S. unfroze $6 billion in Iranian money, not U.S. money or U.S. taxpayer dollars. It was Iran's money that was in a South Korean bank. It was in South Korean bank accounts. The money came from oil sales that were put into accounts that were set up under the Trump administration. The U.S. allowed the money to be transferred to accounts in Qatar without violating sanctions in exchange for five U.S. citizens getting to come home to their families. The U.S. has strict limits on how the money can be used, and it is not under the complete control of the Iranian government. The money is only permitted to be taken out in exchange for humanitarian purchases such as food, medicine, and farm supplies. The U.S. still has the ability to freeze the money if any rules are broken and they can validate where every dollar that has that is withdrawn ends up going. Those are facts. Well, <clears throat> one of his followers put him in his place here, and he actually had to come back and admit, yes, the money can be frozen again. So uh, Wolf, there's a verified account, take that for what it's worth, says, you were misleading people. You were right. The $6 billion comes with conditions to be used for humanitarian purposes. However, however, Iran can draw on the $6 billion to fund things like food programs and health care. This allows Iran to defund those programs knowing that the $6 billion released by Biden can be used in place. The, then Iran can spend an additional $6 billion on funding Hamas and Hezbollah. What Ed Krasenstein is doing is not so sophisticated accounting trick that makes it look like the $6 billion isn't going to terrorism. While the $6 billion isn't going directly towards terrorism, it is indirectly allowing Iran to fund additional terrorism. This is fact. The, the money's fungible. Now, the U.S. can, in fact, come back in and freeze the accounts if they are able to prove that Iran funded terrorism which apparently they've come out, and or I saw something else this morning or last night where they're now saying that Iran did in fact fund Hamas. So we'll see how this shakes out. Does America refreeze that money? Is it too late? I mean, obviously the damage is done. But are they, are they, do they have enough money to go to war? Let's see. Let's take a break, come back, open up the text line and the phone line, 601-879-0002. If you want to call in, 769-241-1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. When we come back, I want to dive into the, the initial attack at the music festival over there. And I read a great I read a great article, well, sad, but great is in the detail of it and how it was written about how some of the people who survived were hiding for hours at a time, only wishing they had a firearm. Only wishing they had a firearm. And that's what separates America from everywhere else is our Second Amendment right. We're going to get into that. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys. Be sure to get down to Mercy House Auto Center this week if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle that's mercy house auto center in crystal springs mississippi save you a little drive though you can shop online before you get there mercyhouseautocenter.com man if you're looking for something in that 10 to twenty thousand dollar price range they are going to be your destination location start there and let them see what they can do for you they got a they got financing options for all credit situations 
So don't let uh, don't let your bad or slow credit or rebuilding credit scare you from shopping at Mercy House Auto Center. They can get you rolling today. Also, you got any? You got an old vehicle out in your yard, running or not? You just need it to go away. Maybe you want to donate it to charity. Here's the charity for you to do that with. As long as you got a clear title, they will come out there and they will haul that vehicle off for you. You don't have to do anything. Again, running or not. And here's the great part. You're going to get the tax write-off for it. Hey, business owners, you got a a fleet of vehicles you're retiring and would like to not have to worry about sending them to the auction and dealing with that headache? How about you donate them and, again, get that tax write-off for probably at a higher, for a a bigger write-off than what you could have sold it for. Yeah. Get in touch with Mercy House Auto Center, and they'll get you rolling. And the great thing is all this money, it goes to fund the Mercy House Teen Challenge Recovery Center down there in Georgetown, helping put fathers back in homes and beat addiction. It's mercyhouseautocenter.com. All right, let's before we jump into this music festival stuff, let's take a call real quick. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Good morning, Clay. It's Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, man, a uh, little firsthand knowledge from a really good friend of mine. You talked about those good Palestinian people. I currently have a friend of mine that is in Palestine at this time right now. I was Facebook messaging him 30 seconds ago, and he grew up in this type of a fight here, a fight there. And his statement to me less than 30 seconds ago was, this is not one of the regular fights that we get in. He said, this is war. He said, uh, he said, this is like nothing he's ever seen before, but he is, he is one of those Christian Palestinians, one of the good ones. Uh, but said that, that it is definitely totally different than anything he's ever been through. Oh yeah. This, this is war. They're, they're going, I mean, look all my spidey senses. And again, I don't pretend to be a, foreign affairs person or, or a Middle East expert or nothing like that. I just know what I see with my own eyes and I get, you know, we all get our gut feelings about stuff and the way that this is being painted. This is World War Three started Saturday. Right, right. Absolutely did. Absolutely did. You know, so, I mean, I, I expect all of our lives to be very different here sooner rather than later. Jason, great call, brother. That's right. P- appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, brother. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. Again, I'm not just going to jump in that camp and be like, everybody's terrible. I ain't doing that. I want to read this story real quick, man. I'm not going to read the whole thing. And I'm going to tie this in to our Second Amendment rights here in America. I was doing my research last night, trying to get caught up to speed on this whole thing. And, you know, I'm a music festival guy. I'm a concert guy. I own nightclubs. I booked major concerts. And I just, I love big crowds like that. I, I love music spectacles. And uh, I was never a big rave guy, but I respected the, the, the stuff. I mean, teach their own. I never want to tell people what they should or shouldn't like music-wise because there's a lot of stuff I like that other people don't. I get it. As I've gotten older, too, I've become very more, way more respectable of that. But anyway, so I keep being drawn towards these people, these kids at the music festival that got killed. And, I, and I'm, I'm not going to politicize this. We can sit there and say, oh, they were ravers, a bunch of bunch of lefties, whatever. Man, a bunch of college kids that were enjoying a music festival. Let's not get too hung up in uh in any of the nonsense that I've seen on the internet. So let, let's just let, let's not do that. But it's a story of a survivor, and I'm gonna skip through a little bit. You all know that they were there were paratroopers diving in. There were like four or five thousand people at this at this con at this rave in the desert. 
this peace festival, as they were calling it. And again, you can see the footage of these paratroopers, these these Hamas terrorists diving in, skydiving in, and they land with the guns. They start killing people, and people start evacuating. And well, they had them other terrorists to come in in vehicles, and they were at the parking lot. So a lot of festival goers ran out to the desert, and the other half ran to the parking lot where the ones that were in the parking lot were going to an ambush, and they were killed, an overwhelming majority of them, 260 so far. And the ones that ran out into the field were able to to get away a little bit. So I'm going to pick this story up here. And again, we're going to end this by tying it into why your Second Amendment rights are so important and why they're trying so hard to take that from us here in America. And I hope I do this justice. It said, uh, many of the young men and women started running in the flat expanse of the Western. Oh, by the way, this is on tabletmag.com. I have shared this on the Big Clay Edwards show page, the Big Clay Edwards page on Facebook, uh, the former Save Jackson page, if you want to go read this in whole. It says, many of the young men and women started running in the flat expanse of the Western Negav Desert faced with the spectacle of kids fleeing for their lives on a largely flat surface, the terrorists began rounding up the rest of the victims. Others were captured, bound, and kidnapped. I saw videos with a male getting held by a group of Arab kids like their 16, 17-year-olds. One survivor recalled, they're kids, but they're young men already, and they're holding this guy, and he looks at his girlfriend, and she is being mounted on a bike and driven away from him, God knows what she's going to experience. Women have been raped at that area of the rave next to their friends' dead bodies. Several of these, and I've seen the video of the girl being hauled off on the dirt bike while the guy's being <clears throat> held. It's, it, it's horrifying to think what's about to happen to her. And put yourself in those shoes. You're being held down and your girlfriend's being driven off to be raped and sodomized and uh, just all the worst things in the Bible. Let's see. Several of these rape victims appear to have been later executed. Others were taken to Gaza. In photographs released online, you can see several paraded through the streets, through the city streets, blood gushing from between their legs. One survivor who'd returned to the scene later in the day to look for his friends spoke in a breaking voice of what he'd seen of the bodies, mainly of young women lying cold and mutilated, of scantily clad corpses, many of whom appeared to have been shot at point blank of cars perforated by bullets or by blown-up grenades. Some of the lucky ones, here's where we get into the stuff. Some of the lucky ones ran into a nearby wadi, seeking shelter. I'm not sure what a wadi is. Seeking shelter amid the shrubbery. Maybe it's like woods. I felt like they're shooting right above our heads, one survivor recalled. I dove into a bush. It felt like the shooting was coming from 180 degrees all around us. That would technically be 360 degrees all around us. I understood we're going to be there for at least a couple of hours, and I had nothing on me. And I was like, the only thing I want is a weapon. I want something to protect us. Eventually, he and his friends, some of them barefoot, decided to risk it all and try to reach safety. Walking close enough to the road to see it, but not so close that they might be seen, I said. If we if we see, like, army or police cars, we're going to go on the road. Otherwise, we're going to stay away. When we saw police and army cars, we knew that's, that was a safe place. Now, 
I'm not going to read any more of it. Like I said, if you want to read the whole thing, it is on my Clay Edwards Facebook page, the, the former Save Jackson page. What I read in that was imagine, as I got to thinking about that video in Times Square yesterday where they're all the pro-Palestine people are basically chanting death to America. Death to America. And what they're going to do, and also those very cities, those blue cities that, that these people are in, a lot, of, a lot of strict gun laws in those places. A lot of strict gun laws in those places, in particular New York City, where your Second Amendment rights are trampled upon. You know, you start thinking about gun-free zones, like our schools. And all of these places we've been brainwashed into thinking we shouldn't have guns at because of safety. Here these people are. And I've rethought, I've, you know, I've been pretty adamant about um, being okay with the amount of guns or lack thereof at the Brandon Amphitheater. Like you and I not even being able to carry our guns in even with our enhanced concealed carry licenses. This changes my mind on that. This changes my mind on that instantly. We should be able to have our firearms everywhere we go. And we can just sort out the stupid as we need to. Because here in America, with our open borders and our gun-grabbing Democrats who are doing everything they can to trample on your Second Amendment rights as they let terrorists come in wide open at our southern border. If you don't think America's next, you're an idiot. I don't know any other way to put it. I can't sugarcoat it. Sugar-free. 100% sugar-free talk radio here. And they would love nothing more than for you to not be able to defend yourself, for you to sit back in the bushes just like this guy was, wishing you had nothing else more than a firearm, wishing you had nothing more, wishing you had a firearm more than anything else in the world. That's what they want you to do. They want you to wish you had a firearm, not have a firearm. Let's take a break, come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, thank you for all the kind words there in the text messages and stuff during the breaks. Also, a wadi is a, uh, basically it's a, a drainage ditch or a little ditch type situation. Water runs through during the rainy season. I had never heard the expression before, so I do appreciate uh, y'all clearing that up. Um, guys, I mentioned that about the Second Amendment stuff, and I'm going to use this as an opportunity to plug one of our great sponsors, <clears throat> Guns and Gear. If you have been on the fence about stockpiling ammo or getting a gun for the first time or any of that kind of stuff, I'm telling you what's happening over there. You may think it's a world where worlds apart, but we're not. Our world's gotten a lot smaller with our border wide open. These people are in America, and we are next. Question is, when they come for you, are you going to be ready? Clay Edwards is going to be ready. I don't know what y'all going to do for y'all respect, but I'm down to die for mine. I'm going to be ready. Are you? I'd be at Guns of Gear tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. When the, when the doors open up. 
ready to spend whatever I can afford to to protect me and mine. See y'all tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.